so you know like running this game and the podcast it sort of gets into your head a little bit yeah. over time well i had a dream last night and and you were in it <laughs> you had a dream about me last night yeah i, I did <laughs> okay um, no, you realize you know, that as an opening sentence i'm already slightly worried but, I don't, but no 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 i think i no, think you'll, i think you'll approve of, right, of your, your role in this dream so yeah um I, I, so the dream in the dream i discovered or you know, you know, dream logic works. You just realise, yeah, and you realise stuff. And so I realised that uh, my daughter had been abducted. And Did I abduct I, your daughter? No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. No, no. All right, sorry. No, 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 right, I, I right, so at this point, I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know who who'd abducted her. I just knew she'd been abducted. Right. I needed to go get her back. Right. Okay. And so I went full Liam Neeson. Yeah, obviously. And uh, it was like, and my first thought was, right, I need guns, lots of guns. Cool. And I turn. Yeah. And you're there, and I go. <laughs> Right, and I just I, I just go, appear, do I? I need, yeah, yeah, like the shopkeeper and Mister Ben, <laughs> uh, as if by magic. As if I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Prefer, I prefer to think of myself as 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 the the the, the sommelier guy in John Wick too. Well, this is exactly <laughs> what happens because so I, I turn to you and go, "I need guns, lots of guns," and you go, "Right," and you turn to your car because obviously now we're standing. By we're now car. outside, yeah. You open the boot, you flip up a thing on the bottom <laughs> of the boot, and there's guns. There's a big rack of guns, and you just hand me the biggest gun. Yes, I'm like, and I'm just like, Whoa. holy crap. Yeah, yeah, so, and, and, so, and that was. That and then was what the, happened? Did and you... then I woke up. No, it's, like, it's one of those dreams where it's like, oh, this is going to be the this best is gonna dream. This going to be awesome. Bert yeah. just turned up with a boot full of guns. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got to be honest with you. That sent that that story ended far better than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know that we never really talk about what I do for a living. We don't. No. <laughs> I mean, I still, I'm Gen still confused. Genuinely, you're, you're, you're quite close. <laughs> Did you get me a grenade launcher? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Fantasy Filmmaking. I'm going to tell you the funniest story, but after we stop recording on the grounds that um, I can't have this thing. Right, before we go any further, we have to address the biscuits situation the now for those in people, the room the people oh, who listen to my. the podcast will know that the two things that distract us more <clears> than <throat> anything else is me going on about how spider-man franchising works which spoiler alert is going to come up a lot today <laughs> and biscuits now we have biscuits. oh the biscuits these biscuits this is our biscuit so now. we've got all of our uh christmas stuff and we've opened up the extremely chocolatey biscuits You're still going through your christmas stuff. now you said something earlier on which is funny these these are these are extremely chocolatey biscuits. Mm -hmm. And then at which point you went, he's more chocolate than biscuit now, which was very <laughs> funny. Now, obviously, this is not a visual podcast, but you have taken a photograph and put it on thing. I want to pick yeah. one of these up and drop it on the plate. This is how heavy they are, right? Let's get the microphone over here. I'm going to use this one. Right? Solid. That is a solid biscuit. Now, the only problem is, is I tried to nick two of each type and yeah. we got because usually we, we we're very uh egalitarian very, on the hugely biscuits. egalitarian two of each two of each yeah. so two and, and i tried to do that in... i i tried to do that and mrs b got involved and said you're not taking all this business you can have you can have some four. of them there are only two there's only two thing, in yeah. each and there's there's two a double there so i've got four random biscuits which means biscuits. that we have to now choose who gets what biscuit? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've got three approximately round Similar, yeah. biscuits and one, and long, one one. Yeah. long one. So I don't know if that's like, is that the runt of the pack? I don't know. Or is that I just the don't kid? know. We're just going to have to. I don't know. We're just going to have to work this out. And I feel like we should, there's, there's two milk chocolate ones. I feel like this. I, I think we should divide. One person gets one milk chocolate, the other gets the other milk chocolate. I'm okay with that. And therefore, then there's like one fully white chocolate and one dark slash white chocolate. 
I mean, well, I'm happy with like this to, divide. Yeah, or, I mean, or yeah, yeah, no, I think yeah. I think it has to be like this. I think that's the that's the way you want to go. Yeah, yeah, for variation. Right. Okay. And are you well, good with hey, the, no, the no, right no, hand no. side? Hey, look, look. I've got to be honest with you. I thought this was going to be a very serious negotiation point. We've absolutely smashed that in about 45 seconds. We're in the wrong job. We should be in executive peace thing. In fact, you know, funny story. I've got an executive peace system in the boot of my car. Just lift that lid up and it all just pops out. So last time we were looking at the Oscars. Yes. We uh, still don't know what the results are because they're not until March. Mm -hmm. um, what are we here to talk about? Today? We're here to talk about two things. One, we're going to cover briefly, we're going to cover some highlight films of 2024 because I've had a look through some films that are coming out. And because a lot of films got delayed in 2023, uh. there's actually some really interesting films coming out. Um, I need to have a little bit a little bit of a rant about Sony. Um, and I promised I'd do this, but I went and saw a Jason Statham film and I need oh, to tell you about it. Oh yes. So um that's it. That's all we're gonna do. We're 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 trying a new thing where we don't get distracted by biscuits and other stuff and try and get these down to like a tight 45. So well, we did last time. We did, we did very absolutely well last time. Smashed we smashed absolutely it. smashed it, and I'm putting that mainly down to the caffeine. So, uh, what do you want to do first? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's called The Beekeeper. Jason Statham's in it, and he actually keeps bees. Oh, let's do that one All first. right, cool. Right, it's just got to be done. All Jason Statham films must contain... Two things. Jason Statham? Well, I mean, okay, fine. All three. Jason Statham must contain three things. One of them is obviously Jason Statham, otherwise it's Jason Statham film. Jesus! Right, all, right, we're going to try that again. Yeah. Crap. Right, Shh. right. All Jason Statham films must contain two things besides Jason Statham, obviously. One, I've lost my train of thought now and I forgot what I was going to say. One, wait, one, yes, one, there has to be a line of dialogue explaining his accent. Right. Two, he has to repeatedly kick people. Yes. If they are your only requirements, the beekeeper is the film for you. Thank goodness. There's a really cool Jet Li film called The One. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And Jason Statham's in that very early in his career. And Jason Statham tries to do an American accent for the entirety of the film. Right. And I've got to be honest with you, he doesn't do a great job of it on the grounds that he's not good at accent. Accent is not Jason's thing. However... Like kicking people. Oh, I mean, kicking people. I mean, he's, absolutely, he's up there, top five. But accents, no. So I think it got to a point where they went, we're not going to try and do the accent. Mm -hmm. There is a line in this film where someone goes, Am I sensing a little bit of a British accent in you? And he goes, yeah, I lived there for a few years. But he's supposed to be American. But at which point they just drop the entire pretense. Weirdly, this is not the weirdest accent thing in the entire film. Okay. So here is the plot. Mm -hmm. Jason Statham. I don't know what his actual name is. Mm -hmm. It's Jason Statham. The he the is hiring. He's living on a, um, he's hiring a barn in this really nice old lady's big farmhouse area. Mm -hmm. And he keeps bees. Okay. Right? Yep. He's is an apiarist, I believe is the term. Yes. And he keeps bees. Mm. And he's very quiet, keeps himself to himself. He's not, he just, very monosyllabic, blah, 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 blah. Uh, at which point the, the woman who is played by uh, the wife from the Cosby show. Okay, yep. Yep. She's, she's in it. Anyway, she gets a phone call from tech support telling her her internet's not working. Mm -hmm. Please note the air quotes. Yep. Um, and obviously it's a scam. Just public service announcement. If, if if Microsoft ever phones you and tells you that the internet's not working, Microsoft don't do that for a living. Just tell them to do one. I have so much fun with fake technical support calls. Mm. Again, not I cannot tell you to snow in the podcast because it involves me saying something utterly ridiculous. Um, but remind me later on. Um, that's two things you need to remind me of. I must write this down. All right, where was I? Yes, right. Beekeeping. So she gets taken in for text for by this tech support scam, and yep. they take all of her money. Oh dear! And they clean out. She's a a, a signatory on the 
teachers' pension fund as well, and oh. the kittens and the oh, orphans wow. and stuff. So and they, they take all. More, of, they take all the money. Not just her, but total scum. Pension. Total scumbag move. Yep. Take all the money. Yep. At which point she is she is obviously you know uh, absolutely just just desolate about this and kills herself. At which point Jason. Oh Statham, wow! Yeah, bang, oh. just bang, commit suicide. That's... Jason Statham is popping over for dinner. He brings her a jar of honey because he's a beekeeper. Yep. We've already mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Finds her dead. Um, immediately gets you know picks up a knife and you can see he walks in. Um, the cops burst in. He's obviously, you know, oh, did no. he did he do it? But he very quickly works. He didn't do it. And her daughter is an FBI agent and is trying to work out what happened to her mother. At which point you're thinking, oh, okay, well, this is really weird. So Jason Statham, after explaining the fact that he's American but has a weird accent, goes back to his beehives, mm-hmm. goes into one of the beehives and takes out a package from his beehive. Okay. And now you're thinking, is it hidden in the beehive. Hidden in the beehive is a is a package. And I'm like, oh. Interesting. Maybe he's not just a beekeeper. At which point he opens up this flip phone and goes through to a Air Force personnel and right. says, "I'm not going to do the voice. Okay, actually, I'm going to. This is my best Jason Statham impersonation." He goes, "How are you? Listen, uh, the old lady I live with, who was running around, not lovely. She's this is my Jason Statham voice. Yeah, she has killed it. herself. She was taken in by a tech support scam. I need you to find out who they are." And the woman on the end of the phone goes, "Well." very difficult i know it's difficult that's why i'm calling you and then she's got like a beehive kind of symbol on her computer Uh, and off she goes and you're thinking so hang on is he like found like the beekeeper union or something Mm. anyway smash forward to josh hutcherson who is chief douche officer of this company (laughs) and is skateboarding douche nugget he is overall responsible for these tech support scams he is basically what they did is jace joss hutchinson said we're not we're going to we're going to be a douchebag internet crypto bro and he basically said show me a photograph of logan paul and they went okay <laughs> and he goes i want to look like that he is logan paul in this film in, in right. every way okay he's the head of this thing so cut back to jason statham he pulls up in his truck outside where this tech support is which is in the united states walks up to the door with two cans of petrol Yes. Or gasoline, as I believe they call it. Yes. Uh, the guards try and stop him. He kicks the guards and they fall over. He yep. goes upstairs. Um, he tells them all to get off their phone. Someone doesn't get off their phone. He beats him unconscious with a phone. He then pours petrol over the entire call center, tells everyone to get out, sets fire to it, and it blows up. Okay? Yeah. And you're thinking... Revenge, revenged. Yeah. So, okay. So, at this point... Uh, Josh, think... Josh Hutchison goes yeah. to his head of security, who is played by Jeremy Irons. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy Irons is the former CIA director with an American accent. Right. His is a very, very bad American accent. Oh. He can't do an American <laughs> accent. Okay. It's worse than Jason Statham's American accent. Wow. So this is bad accent number two. Right. He sees a photograph of this guy and says, what's going on? And basically they said, oh, he just, he's apparently some beekeeper dude. And he goes... Oh, hang on. Do you mean beekeeper? And he's like, well, beekeeper. So apparently, not only does Jason Statham like to keep bees, he is also a former beekeeper. A beekeeper is a super secret team of people who put right what once went wrong. They are the best of the best of the best. They're basically, he's John Wick (laughs) with bees. With bees. Okay. We're getting strong A-team vibes. And Jeremy Owens goes... (laughs) goes, I was director of the CIA for 25 years, even with this accent. Um, this is what Jeremy Grant sounds like, by the way. Yeah. This is exactly what he sounds okay, like. Right. He says, listen, listen, Logan Paul, Josh, I was CIA director with this accent for 25 years. Even I couldn't get read in on the beekeepers. They are a, they protect society. Uh, they are above the law. They're above the law right. because they will they, they will step up and they, they do what's best and they protect the hive and the hive, of course, being America. Ah, okay. So we... So, so what you're really saying is we're all bees. Basically, you've... The only thing that you shouldn't... There's two things in life that you shouldn't do, right? Yep. You shouldn't do anything to John Wick's car or dog. Correct. And secondly, yeah. don't mess with beekeepers. 
Even John Wick would go. Uh, even John Wick goes. Oh, I'm not sure how I'm as a beekeeper, right? That's right. by the way my Keanu Reeves impersonation. Yeah, because it was sounds like you were Ken, just nailing Keanu it. Reeves. Nailing goes, it today. Not going anywhere near beekeepers. Now I'm not touching that. Those guys. Those guys are absolutely mental, right? Yeah, that's what he sounds like. That's my Keanu Reeves impersonation. <laughs> Where I was like, yes. So at which point, Jeremy Irons phones a senator to see if he can get the beekeepers to back off. No, to see if he can get the current beekeepers to get this ex beekeeper. To back uh, off because okay. Jason's a retired. Right. Uh, the senator is played by Minnie Driver, of course. The British actress. Yeah, she's doing an accent. Is it any good? It's terrible. <laughs> Excellent. It's I, even, I'm liking this film more. It's worse than Jeremy Irons' accent, which is worse than Jason's accent. Although fair play to Jason, he's not trying to do an accent in this film. No. So another British actor playing an American with a terrible. So accent. so very much from the Sean Connery school, really. When you've got to think 100%. of the lineage of oh, yeah. uh, absolutely of uh, is, actors not doing accents. I'm, on, I'm only on second step of this. There's one more to go. Oh my God. Anyway, she phones up the beekeepers and they send a psycho beekeeper to try and kill Jason. It doesn't right. end well. Yep. And then he is slowly making a path of destruction to Josh Hutchinson's Logan Paul character. Right. So they know that he's, he's, taking, he's taking a direct beeline. beeline. Oh. Come on, come on. Ha. Beeline. Oh, uh, so they know he's coming. At which yeah. point the beekeepers kind of go, right, we're staying out of this. He's got beef. Yeah. We we I mean it's very John Wick. At this it's point. very John Wick. He's yeah. got beef. We're not getting involved. He's your problem. You you stirred up the hornet's nest here. Oh. No, I, I'm just going for that. So we're we're just gonna let things. So they so he's killed a beekeeper. Jason's killed a beekeeper who had a minigun in the back of her car, which was awesome. And he's just doing this path of destruction. So so did hang on. Did you say minigun? There was a minigun. Yeah. This film's awesome, by the way, in a petrol station. So it blows up. Okay. There's lots of explosions. <clears throat> Excellent. So they do the one thing that they have left. So at this point, they call the president. Yeah. Who's played by Gemma Redgrave. Right. Not American. A phenomenal British actress. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. If you're a Doctor Who fan, she is Kate oh, Lethbridge-Stewart yeah, 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 yeah. in How, Doctor okay, Who. Okay, okay. Um, how's her accent? I know. I'm glad you asked. Her accent's terrible, right? Because <laughs> yes. you go, it's Gemma Redgrave. It's like, hello, I'm Gemma Redgrave. And you go, it's Gemma Redgrave of the Redgrave family. Infam like famously British actors yeah. thing. There's, there's a Redgrave- what about actors who act? Who act and do like acting stuff. One of them's acting so much that she's only doing the voiceover on Call the Midwife of a character who left eight years ago yes. and she's still narrating the show. Yeah. So she's not only, she's acting the hell out of it, she's voice acting the hell out of it. And she's, she's not even in the series. Anyway, diversion, back to the president. She goes, oh yeah, I'll deal with this thing. And then uh, at this point, you're either in or you're out. I'm going to be honest mm. with you. I mean, you can kind of, you know which way this is going. You know that there's just Jason Statham stoically walking towards app. But yeah. a, lot of, a lot of explosions, a lot of kicking, a lot of bullets. Um, it's very, very funny. There's one point where there's the FBI are outside a building. And he needs to get into the building to beat up the people in the building. So he walks up to the FBI. They're all fully armed. They're all wearing like <laughs> body armor. And they're all, all of them are carrying machine guns and sidearms. And Jason yeah. Statham is wearing a baseball cap and a cheeky grin. And he, <laughs> and he absolutely floors all of them. Of course he but, does. But doesn't kill any of them. Right. Because they're... They're law enforcement. Yes. We don't, we don't, we only kill the he bad guys. He incapacitates them. He then goes into the building and, and cause this is like another of these scam call centers, at which point the Jeremy Irons, because he's so American and is well connected, mm -hmm. has assembled a ragtag force of mercenaries, Delta force, Navy SEALs, right. operators, okay. all these extra So you've got people. the professionals and then like, no, like but the... there's a line of thing kind of going, you guys, see, so doing the, this is what Jeremy Irons says. He goes, ah. Uh, you gentlemen are, because this is his accent. Right, okay. You gentlemen are tier one operators. You are the best of the best of the best. This is how good his accent is, right? right. This is how it sounds. And Very he goes, American. he goes, if you were in the room with the beekeeper, you would die immediately. And you go, maybe 20 of you, you take it, but one-on-one, -on -one, you'd be dead. You would be, you would be a uh, right? That's how, that's his American accent. Amazing. It's amazing. Um, so there's a whole, they're in a shootout. It's just phenomenal. It's just stuff blows up. Things go sideways, and Jason Statham is awesome throughout the entire thing. Um, I went and saw this, and it was out early, and I thought, I'll go and see this quickly, because I don't think it's going to hang around very long. Mm -hmm. I just did the scores 
last week, last week it was at number two in the US box office. Whoa. It's doing really, really well because basically it has everything you need for a brainless action film. It's mm. got Jason Statham and explosions. I mean, I, yeah, it's just phenomenal. Just that was it. Right. That was okay. I try to keep that as short as possible, but the accents got distracting. Let's go. about a film like that has just sort of melted my brain what yeah. are we going to do now i mean I, I, it's, you know, my iq yeah. has just dropped <laughs> no uh, i mean we i mean we're going to cover the best the, the films that are, are going to be interesting the films that have caught our eyes over 2024 oh, the answer of it? course yeah. is go and see the beekeeper it's phenomenal <laughs> um but yeah there's a there's, uh, so this is by no means an exhaustive list this is just a couple of things that caught our eye over the the course of looking at the, the 2024 layout there's a few interesting ones there's a few um, there's a few things to talk about 2024. 2024 is going to be a weird year for two reasons. One, no Marvel films. Not, it's not true. There's going to be one Marvel Almost film. no Marvel Almost films. no Marvel films. Marvel has decided to actually, I mean, re, but like, not, not just stop and pause. They're rebooting, mm. and they're currently loading up the BIOS. Yeah. That's where we are with Marvel films. Yeah. They're, they, are, they are doing a full stop. thing. So the only, stop. So the only film that they're going to be releasing is going to be... Um, Deadpool 3, which I think will do really, really well because it's got Ryan Reynolds in it and it's Deadpool. Yeah. And then, but to, as, you know, nature abhors a vacuum, what we have instead is we have Sony doing, doing what I can only describe as lots of Spider-Man adjacent stuff. Right. We have got a few, three, in fact, four technically, things from Sony coming out that are Spider-related. And in terms of interest, they are Across the Spider-Verse. Part two. Part two, which I'm really really looking forward to seeing. I really enjoyed that. As I previously mentioned, took Little B to see that because she really liked it. We saw it in 4D Wobbly Vision. Oh, yeah. And got pummeled for two and a half hours. (laughs) And we've already agreed that we have to go and see it in in Mm. Pummel Vision again. Because it was really, really for funny. Continuity, to right? continuity. Yeah. yeah. At one point, he he falls down a skyscraper, and we we fell with him. We were all the way. To... Um, so that's thing. Then you've also got Madame Web. Okay. Which has got Dakota Johnson and a few other people, and it's all about psychic spider people. Yeah. So there's... I'm. Yeah. I'm kind of. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it does. I. They're gonna have to work hard to sell me on that one. The only thing. That caught my attention on that is that there's there's basically she becomes psychic for reasons. This is Dakota Johnson, who I don't really rate that high. I'm sorry. I don't think she's that good. Um, but then there is an evil Spider-Man who's hunting down other spider-related people in this world. Okay. Now and this is live action. This animated. is live action not animation. And does um, it do we does it relate? to any of the other I live don't, action I things? Don't or is know. it a bit I, like Venom, which is to sort of just kind exists? Of, I think it just kind of exists. I think it's to one side. But the okay. guy who plays the evil spider person looks, I think it's Tahar Rahman, or Rahim. Um, he he looks like he's having a great time. He, I think, <laughs> I, know, I mean, he, he just looks like it's a good film. The rest of the film, I'm not sure about. It's just got, I'm just a bit meh about it. But that opens up in February. That could be quite interesting. That opens up, in, okay. I think that's like two weeks' time, actually. Um, then we have Craven the Hunter. Ah. Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven the Hunter. Okay, now is this... I... Yeah, this is coming as well. I'm getting confused about where... What's it, what, what, what... This is not... Because there was... <clears throat> back a couple of years ago, there was a whole load Sinister of... Sinister Six. Of, of MCU spin-offy things. But Craven the Hunter is not. Craven the Hunter so, is... Let's take a on step. The let's take a Spider-Man step. Let's take a step side. back. Spider Marvel don't own Spider-Man. Yeah. Sony owns Spider-Man. They bought Spider-Man from Marvel oh, in the on, late on. 90s. We, we haven't pressed the we need the warning sound for like uh Sony Spider-Man uh you know franchising discussion yeah, coming no, in. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we can't we can't do this yeah. is coming. Uh, wait, hang on. I, I haven't even forgot particularly that I just got like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much unhinged. We'll leave that one instead. Okay, um, yeah, that's your warning now. So very briefly, Sony bought Spider-Man from Marvel when Marvel was in dire straits. Yes, a long time ago. A long time ago. They've made a 
lot of money out of it. It's been great. They've also, but they bought Spider-Man and the and this surrounding canon, as in they own Doc Octopus, yeah. the Green Goblin, all the standard Spider-Man, Spider-Man baddies. Yeah. So they're all carved out, and Sony own them, so they can do whatever they want in the Spider Verse. And in oh, what was the film where they brought all this, <clears throat> the Spider-Man? No together. Way Home. Yeah, in that one, they they played it. They used all of that and they played it incredibly really well. well. So yeah. what happened eventually was that Marvel really wanted to get Spider-Man back and Sony were like, <laughs> uh, no, um, we have Spider-Man and uh, the rules. There's a lot of rules of filmmaking, but basically they'll keep making Spider-Man films for until the end of time. And Marvel, <laughs> the only way yeah. Marvel, the only way Marvel can get Spider-Man back is if they buy the Sony Corporation. That's yes. basically what we're doing. Because <laughs> that's what they did with Fox. They bought Fox and they got back the X-Men and yeah, Fantastic crazy. Four. So that's it. So as a result now, so so Craven the Hunter is a Spider-Man baddie who exists in the Sony Spider-Verse and they made a film about him. Yeah. Now, okay. Again, he's Spider-Man adjacent. So that's that's coming out in the middle of the year. And then at the end of the year, we're getting the sequel, the threequel no one asked for, which is Venom 3. Yeah. So we're getting effectively mm. four Spider-Man films from Sony. We're getting Across the Universe, which looks really good. Mm. Madam Web, which could be interesting. I don't know. Looks mm. a bit weird. Craven the Hunter, which apparently is supposed to be quite good because it's supposed to be, it's quite, it's, it looks all right. And Venom 3, meh. Mm. Superhero-wise, that's your lot, mate. That's all you're getting. Wow. So Sony are kind of... So well, Sony apart have, from Deadpool, right? And then... Yeah. Apart from Dead, Deadpool, Sony basically have gone, we're just going to go for it. Now, should they have loaded up three Spider-Man-related adjacent films in one in year? one year? Probably not, but I'm how, guessing... How much of this has been stacked up in 2020? I think it's been stacked up from 2023. Mm. So I'm thinking they were going to release three films over two years, and now they're releasing three films over one. Yeah. So yeah. So that's it. That is your superhero loss. Everything else. I mean, Madam Web looks interesting because it's a very female-led. It does. Cast, it, yeah. So it's, and Adam Scott's in it. Yes, I saw. Hello, Adam Scott. Hello, Adam Scott. Hello, Adam Scott. Yeah. Um, so if Adam, if Adam Scott, Jason Isaacs, and or Sam Rockwell are in your film, you're. You, you're probably doing okay. <laughs> That's my just my yeah, opinion. Yeah, uh, Sydney Sweeney also, uh, yes, in, who who was being discussed recently because I think she might have a couple of things. She does have a couple up. of things coming out. So from so a gameplay again, perspective, so she could be you, a good shout. If you've got a good feeling about um, Madame Web, yeah, you might want to take a shot on her. What yep. else has she got? She's got another immaculate. Yeah, and she's just she was in a romantic comedy film over festive period as well so that was quite good anyway anyone but you anyone but you thank you yes. right i'm going for one of these massive biscuits go for it and i've gonna, already had one and i'm gonna let you talk about argyle the, the first the first film that's yeah. on our little list so we've we're, we're, we're done with the superheroes yep wow you're on this is such a change from, from like the last decade i know basically. right um yes yeah, so uh argyle coming up very soon in fact i saw bryce dallas howard yep. and brian cranston on the they're doing the you know uh, UK chat the, show circuit the at the moment. Tour. Yep. Doing you know it's, it's nice to have all the actors back out there, not just the directors doing the um, doing the uh, promo stuff at the moment. Yep. So and they were both uh, giving good value. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, this film is I think this is a Matthew Vaughan film, isn't it? So the guy who brought you Kingsman and yep. Kingsman Two and Kingsman Three and all that Kick-ass. business. Yep. And of course, yeah, let's not forget Kickass. Uh, out with a well. The trailer makes it look like another kind of uh, sort of uh, very uh, suave uh, spy action type thriller film, but then it sort of it sort of um, inverts your expectations halfway through because it turns out that this is all the imagination of a writer played by Bryce Dallas. Yeah, so so Henry Cavill is appears to be Argyle, who's some sort of like super slick secret agent, but he's but he's a character character in in her book. So this was giving me slight Lost City vibes mm, yes. um, uh, in that sense of sort of the, uh, an author getting caught up in the real world. And, and then um, Sam Rockwell, hello, Sam Rockwell, uh, <sighs> Sam Rockwell. turns up as a real can, spy. Yeah, he's, but, but he's really kind of yeah. like down to earth and a bit schlubby, isn't he? And, and Yeah, and from what I can understand, the, the, the author, Bryce Dallas Howard, has basically predicted the real world in her books. And so... Uh, Brian Cranston's character wants to get hold of her so that she can write the next chapter because 
she'll basically be predicting the future at this point. Or yeah. something that seems to it, be the it does gist from the of, trailer. It does kind of spin off at the end and you just go, wait, what? what? <laughs> but there is yeah. a phenomenal piece in it where uh, Dua Lipa is, trying, is dancing with Henry Cavill and then she basically uh, rumbles him as a secret agent. She runs away and then she bumps into John Cena who literally lifts her off a motorbike while it's moving. But again, this is in the... The fictional world, well, and it's difficult to know what's what. And then and there's I, a, and I then think there's it's one of those a... things. I think I think the, the I think what will happen is the, the the color palette will change, yeah, or the aspect ratio will change, and you'll be very it'll be very clear that you're in fantasy so, world and normal. But yeah. I, and, I'm and, in. And, and one last thing to mention: there's a cat in a backpack the whole time. Yeah, there's a cat in a backpack, which is not really explained. So I think this could be a lot of fun. It looks it looks like it could be. It looks bonkers. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. So do you know do you know who the cat is? No. The cat is Matthew Vaughan's cat. Because <laughs> apparently the cat that they got in to play the cat in the bag mm-hmm. was just not having it. Mm-hmm. So he is used... this a what is this a what if episode <laughs> that's coming up? <laughs> what if Matthew Vaughan had What, what if Whiskers edition? <laughs> um but yeah, so apparently the, the cat in the film is Matthew Vaughan's cat. Oh, who was okay. just like yeah, totally yeah, yeah. chill for the entire time. Yeah. But the cat the, the professional acting cat they got in. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it wasn't up for the job so i'm, I'm assuming the cat oh, had this, to get this nepotism this nepotism i know yeah far. really it's cats it's jobs, jobs for the cats oh dear. anyway yes yeah. uh comes out now basically yeah, yeah. so um i really want to go and see it i think it looks really interesting uh right moving on um we have to go to we have to go to the film that that simultaneously really excites me and also completely hosed me for 2023 which is mm. June part, part two. two. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Hmm. Yes. Off the back of Wonka, I'm feeling more confident about this. I think some of the people in the FFL do not rate Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet. Uh, as, as an actor, necessarily. It's a very different role. Hmm. I am too excited about part two. Okay. I need to work really hard between now and when it comes out to push hard down on my expectations so i'm not inevitably disappointed but you saw part one yes and you like part one yes because i know what's coming in part two it's right. all build up okay and so my anticipation is high and that's a problem i need to i have unrealistic expectations have you read the rest of the june books no so you do know that after the end of this film it goes completely mental yes yeah and that's okay. one of the reasons i didn't read the other right books, because it I was, goes i was kind of warned it off. goes yeah. wild yeah um but this is a re- yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, uh, this should have come out last year. It didn't. I'm annoyed because it would have multiple points last at year. Multiple, yeah, it kept dates. getting pushed back. Yeah, but it um, oh, it's just yeah. It looks really good. So um, there's a, a huge there's a whole addition of the cast. So we've we've got most of the people who were in the first version, mm. and they're all really good. So you've got um, Timothy Chalamet, you have got Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson's his mom, Jason Momoa was. Well, he didn't, he didn't make it to the end. Duncan? Duncan, thank you. Is it Duncan? Mm-hmm. Or was it good? He, no, it was, no, it was Duncan. He was really mm. good in it. And, and oh, he, was it Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin's the other guy who gets yeah. lost in the He's desert. Gurney, I think. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is the... Oh, the crazy... The, uh, the bald guy in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, And then you've also got Dave Batista was in there as well. Mm-hmm. But now they're adding in... Florence Pugh turns up. Amazing. Because, obviously. Um, Austin Butler turns up as the... I don't know what he's called, but he was the guy that Sting was in Dude. Oh, Raoul, maybe? Some I don't assassin know, yeah. dude. Yeah. And Christopher Walken's in it. <laughs> Just happy days. <clears throat> and this reminds me, we did not have Christopher Walken in the system. There was shock. I know. Across the airbase. Like, what do you I know. mean? You can't, have, you can't not, not have in the You can't not have Superman in there. He's not done a lot of films. You know, Besides Superman and Superman 2. Yeah, which. Pre, uh, obviously, yes, which somewhat predate the running of the FFL, to be fair. Uh, yeah, so um, at March, I think it's going to do really well. Um, <clears throat> I need to watch June part one again. I've been trying for about two years to get Mrs. B to watch it. She's not having it. Um, but yeah, I, I now here's the question for you. First of all, are we going to go see June part two together? Mm-hmm. Secondly, if they do a double header where you can do part one and then immediately into part two, are you, A, how genius is that? And B, you're up for it. Mm. I'm now. You're now just cutting oh, that over a biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. I decided that was the moment to. Um, and by the way, very good biscuit. Yeah. No, they're um, they're proper. Mm-hmm. 
I would be sorely tempted to go and watch a double do, header. Do a double header. Mm. Cheeky yeah. point in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Uh, let's move on to, oh, again, March is June. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4. Can you believe four? And it's been a long time. It's been a long, there's, it, from... there's, there has to be like 20, there must be 20 years between yeah. Kung Fu Panda 1 and 4. Um, the third one was about like... I didn't Brian Cranston get, was in it. I didn't get past Kung Fu Panda 2, to be honest. And I, I think I've watched Kung Fu... Kung Fu... Kung Fu Panda 1? I watched the first one a number of times. because That's the, the episode title, by the way. My Kung, kids... Kung, Kung Fu Panda 1. <laughs> yeah. My kids were old, were the right age when the first one came out, and then by the time the second one came out, they were still interested. But I was kind of out. I think I may have seen it once I think at I've, the cinema. By the time three came out, they were past it. They, they were now too old. I think I've seen one, and I think I've seen two, but that's it. But anyway, yeah. um, hmm. so this is going to be, and I mentioned this because this is going to be the animation Mm-mm. test case warning because. Mike Mitchell is the director of this. The one and only director. The one and only director for a start. And as far as we're he's only scoring half points. Now, I'll say this again. Animation is the bane of our lives because they come in. <laughs> for a they decade. Do ages. They do really, really well. Um, and they hang around for yonks. Honestly, this comes out in March. I'm going to say it right now. In June, that's still going to be in the top ten. There's nothing. You, there's nothing sort of else no, it's just, in the just, just animation the amount market. of kids, just the number of yeah. children in the world, I and think the rewatchability. The rewatchability. It'll be in the cinema for ages. So you have got Jack Black, Angelina Jolie, Jackie Chan, all the people who were in it previously. Yeah. Um, they're in it Dustin again. Dustin Hoffman. Just not. Yeah, he was the little um, the little chinchilla, wasn't he? Oh my goodness, I forget. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Although I have to say, I'm not a huge fan of the stunt casting on animation. I'd rather they put actual voice artists in who do that is a thing. thing rather than just, I don't know, Chris Pratt, for example. Oh. Anyway, although I was enjoying the uh, the suggestions for what uh, other films could Chris Pratt do, you know, having put in like, you know, many weeks of research into a voice and then just end up doing Chris, Chris Pratt's Pratt. voice. Oh, that is very <laughs> well, annoying. Well, it was very entertaining. Thank you, uh, all the FFL folk on Discord, for amusing me greatly with your suggestions. Right, we're still in March. We've got loads to go through, so we're going okay. to we're have to... Okay, I, I feel like we're slowing now. Should we're we, slowing we, down, uh, come on. Shift gear and start shift uh, gear. You got through right. these fast. All right, you, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, we'll go... Uh, you go, I go, okay? Right. Okay. So this is your one. This is okay. your next. you got 30 seconds. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. So it's all the same cast that were in the last Ghostbusters film. Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah. Which was Paul Rudd of, and the kids. Which was set in sort of, you know, the Midwest in a farming community. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It was sort of exploring Egon Spengler's sort of legacy and that yes. sort of thing. And they were... Because they were, they were, he was the granddaughter, isn't he? Yeah. And yeah, there, were, she, there, were yeah. Lot, there were a lot to like about it. I liked them bringing the kids in, but I also liked all of the callbacks to the... Uh, 1984 Ghostbusters. And of so, course, the last two minutes where Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson turn up. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it was definitely, it felt a lot of like passing the baton on. Uh, I enjoyed it, although I did watch it on a plane, which sort of adjusts your yeah. uh, appreciation of a film. This looks like they've, with the sort of maybe the confidence they got from that film, they're taking that cast and putting them back into New York. And I think this is right. New York is like a character. In, it is. in the ghost in yeah. the sort of original they're back Ghostbusters to the firehouse, film, aren't yeah, they? they're back exactly. In... So this 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 is promising. I'm not sure if the the sort of the should we say villain of the piece being like uh, winter ice and yeah, winter being Frost, the thing. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. I don't know, but I I will always remain hopeful for good Ghostbusters film because there is a part in me that still wants to strap on a proton pack it's, and go and bust some ghosts. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah, there's there's two things I want in life if they were a real life thing, and they're both from the mid 80s, and they are a proton pack and a DeLorean that's capable of time travel. Okay, because yeah. I am, I am, that's my demographic. Yeah. Okay. Yes, right. I'm with you. My go. Yeah. Civil War. Okay. Not, not Avengers Civil War. Oh, okay. Civil War. This looks really good. And I'm going to just say one thing on this. Nick Offerman's in this and he's the president. I'm in. Done. Sold. <laughs> so basically written and directed by Alex Garland, who ah. did 28 Days Later, yes. which is still 
the last horror film that I watched, right? And that was... And it was so good you were done with horror. I did. It scared the life out of me. Yes. Um, basically, this film is all about... It's, it's got a lot of kind of Walking Dead vibes, but there's no zombies in it. Basically, um, America splits into three parts. It secedes. Ah, right. And then hence... So there's the Western, world. the Northern, and the whatever. Which and feels very doable <laughs> right now. I mean... You know, we are we are divided. Um, but basically, yes, the um, it follows a group of journalists as they try and go from A to B across America, and obviously bump into all of the complications therein. Right. Um. So Washington is still America, and they still have the military, and then there's basically it's documenting a twenty first century civil war. And um, this time they've upgraded the muskets and cannons to F-22 Raptors. Mm. So you can imagine that stuff's going to go sideways quite quick. Yes. Um, Very Looks really, really interesting. Um, so Kirsten Dunst and is in it and Jesse Plemons yes. turns up. Hello, Jesse Plemons. He's not Matt Damon's cousin. Um, and Nick Offerman, I, I mean, as soon as the trailer starts, he starts speaking. And I just go... Ron Swanson's in charge of America. <laughs> this is not going to end. It's just, but it looks, it looks really good. It looks like it's a proper film. It's a proper film, and I think, uh, I think it'll do really well. That comes out in April. Um, I don't know. Do people want more? Like, because it, it's going to be quite. I guess it's going to be quite grim potentially. I think it depends how it, how the story resolves. Interesting to see how it does. Yeah, absolutely. I right. kind of want to see it. I also kind of don't want to see it. I just, I'm gonna. Yeah, Alex Garland's really good. Yeah. Um, I like some of his films. Um, Ex Machina is a really good film. Um, oh, he's Ex Machina. Yeah, oh, and yeah, 28 yeah, yeah. Days Later, even yeah. though it did scare I the hear, crap I, out of me. I hear great. that they're thinking that there's talks about a 28 years later now. Yes, there is, apparently. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, if I'm, it's, not, I'm not watching it. Unfortunately, I'm contractually obliged, like maritally contractually obliged to go see all subsequent all films that zombies. come on Fine. from that because it because of the zombies and, and all that. But yes, so um, I'll, I'll let you know how it is. So I'm definitely going to go see Civil War. The yeah. next film I'm going to go and possibly see in April is Abigail. Okay. Now, this film is the silent night, violent night of the year. This right. is a film that no one's really no. You won't recognize no. most of the people in this. You'll recognize him from oh, he was the guy who was in the other thing with this thing. Yeah. Basically, um, Giancarlo Esposito, Esposito, the Gus Fring. Oh, amazing! The Chicken Man. The Chicken Man. He hires a group of mercenaries to kidnap a Russian millionaire's daughter. She's mm. a little. She's doing a ballet thing. Okay. Oh, hang on. It sounds like my dream that we were talking yeah, about. It just, yeah. So anyway. they kidnap this girl and yeah. they they hold her up in one of the houses that she lives in and he puts mercenaries in there for 24 hours and they're going to ransom the child for 50 million right um and it's all going to be fine they're heavily armed all they're going to do yeah. is look after so one far, girl so, so far so standard there's only one thing they haven't accounted for which is the girl well looks like a little girl is actually a vampire <laughs> and then the house is locked down oh, okay. and now they're stuck in the house with a 12-year-old looking vampire. vampire wearing a ballerina skirt. Right. Stuff goes sideways. Okay. I am also going to have to go and see this yes. film contractually yeah. because yeah. there's two genres that uh, are strong, strong in the Smith household. Zombies and vampires. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yes. Oh, and werewolves. And werewolves. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, that's it. Um, okay. Uh, so we, we've, we've made it all the way into April. We're in April, yeah. I mean, we've got, yeah. to, we've got to... Right. Okay. Quick ones then. Guy Ritchie film, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Sounds exactly like a Guy Ritchie film already. Uh, Henry Cavill's in it. Okay. Henry Golding's in it. Ooh. Carrie Ulls is in it. Okay. Should I could just, just continue? Yeah. Basically, uh, the, the gentleman of un, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare was basically the precursor of MI6. It is effectively... Ian Fleming was actually involved in this group and they were doing weird, wacky, behind-enemy-line stuff during World War II. Right. Basically, they were blowing stuff up and causing problems. This, yeah. was, this was, it's, yeah, it's it generally just secret. Uh, so they're, they were doing all kinds of stuff. These were the guys that dressed up a dead body and put it in a suitcase yeah. in Italy and yeah. all this weird stuff. I mean, slight, bear with me, one slight digression. 
Why does Henry Cavill keep turning up in Bond-like roles right now? I don't know. I don't know. You've I got to wonder know, either either he's really busy or <laughs> he has to get all them out of his system before he, I don't know, has to wear a tuxedo for the next five years. I don't know. I, Who knows? We, we're not getting into right. We're not getting into Bond Watch because we haven't got time for it today. But um, yeah, we can't. We 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 can't. No, I can't. No, I'm not doing it. No. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, right. That looks really good. Yeah, and that's your second. That's your second Henry Cavill film Ooh. coming up. So I've said Henry Cavill mm. twice now, which means if I say him one more time, he'll turn up like Beetlejuice. With Spoiler alert: Beetlejuice is coming. <laughs> um, yeah, but not necessarily in a maybe a leading role, maybe not a leading role hey, for Argyle. Yeah, for Argyle certainly mm. not for mm. the Ministry of Gentlemanly Warfare. Most probably. Right. Okay. Next is the fall guy. Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. He is a douchebag stunt guy. Yes. Um, I've watched the trailer. Oh, no. Did I watch the trailer for this? I think I did watch it. Yeah. Well, I don't think I've seen it at the cinema yet. The trailer. Hmm. Yeah. I I mean, this is uh, Ryan Gosling yeah. leading into his, Do you his remember... sort of comedy period now. Okay. All right. I'm going to blow your mind now. Remember the TV series, The Fall Guy? Yeah. This is the, basically the film yeah. version. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he is a, yeah. yeah. When you say The Fall Guy, that's yeah, yeah. No, no, what I'm expecting. Me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like it's definitely, they've taken, they've done, oh, what was the other? This is definitely a comedy take. On, yeah, yeah. It's not a straight. No, no, no. no, no. A bit like Absolutely. Baywatch. Yes. When, right. It's, but it's not got, just straight. It, I mean, I, I love Ryan Gosling, as we've discussed. I'm, um, I saw the trailer and it left me. I didn't know. I didn't right. know if this was going to be good or just a bit average. That comes out in early yeah. May. Uh, we've also got oh, Kingdom of the Planets of the Kingdom of the Fallen of the Apes. Hot Potter. What? Yes. Well, okay. That's... There's Rock Potter. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, okay. So <laughs> there was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Rock Potter, yeah. Then there was... I don't know. <laughs> Is They're quite good. One? Have you watched any of them? I've not. They're I actually, just... No, no. Here's the thing. They're actually good films. They really? are quality films. Yeah. For me, I, al I always had... War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, what, Potter? Um, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was very against watching them, but I was persuaded to watch Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And here's the thing. I always have the 70s dodgy you special blew effects. It up. Yeah, all you of that. All of that. That's my chart and has to impress me. It's good, it isn't is it? amazing. Accents are on point this podcast. It's so on point. Yeah. Um it's yeah, I was very negative for them. And then there was like the Tim Byrne one with oh. Mark Warburg, which is oh. very oh. Tim Roth yeah, turned yeah. down the role of Severus Snape to be in that film. Amazing. Stupid. Uh, ridiculous right. but okay sorry but the, this is a good series These, but i okay. kind of to be fair i have also rolled off it and not watched them i think i watched the first two and they were good but it just never yeah i've not don't underestimate but maybe as a franchise it's rolling off now you know because you get diminishing returns you do yeah maybe let's move on keep going keep next rolling. one is something that caught my eye which i really like uh, there's another ryan reynolds film so again he's in deadpool Ooh. and he's in this yep. this is called if it's directed mm. by, have you heard this? Directed by John, John Krasinski. When I was doing my research for my one and done film, this came up because of exactly Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. This is his second movie. So directed by John Krasinski, Ryan Reynolds is in it. And then you've got everyone else is in this film. Yeah. But they're in, all voices. But basically yeah. what he is, is he is a guy who can see other people's imaginary friends. And when those imaginary oh, yeah. friends kind of get laid, get, when their owner grows up, they're kind of abandoned. Yeah. So he finds new kids for these imaginary friends to have. Yep. And kind of runs like an adoption agency for imaginary friends. It looks very heartwarming mm. and very kind of, you're going to be at the end going, I'm not crying, you're crying. Um, <laughs> and, but it it's got, so, you've got Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Steve Carroll, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Maya Rudolph and Aquafina are all in it. Guaranteed, they're all voices. Mm. And Emily Blunt, we were talking about last Emily. time from the Oscars. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, they'll be voice only, but it, really, should, it could be interesting. Really, you wouldn't want Emily Blunt because you'd have to have her for a long yeah. run from the Oscars. Uh, Ryan, Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is the pick for that because Ryan Reynolds is already in people's yeah. one and done because of Deadpool. Yeah. This is bonus Deadpool. 
And is this a live action? Or it's live animation? action. It's live action, and all of the imaginary friends are CGI. So it's Roger Will Rabbit. Krasinski be a director of a live action movie? Oh, an oh, I'm just, son of a bitch! I'm just giving you four months' notice. Yes, you've got to no, it's no, no. I'll say it now. It is a live action film. It's got. It's like Roger Rabbit's a live action film. They are. Fair. It is not. So okay. there are CGI elements in the film, but it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no, it will be a live action film. He's not an. It's not yeah, an like animation. Like Sonic is live action. Like Sonic is live action. That right. is going to stick around okay. for ages, and that's potentially going to be good. That comes out in May. So again, okay. I think that could be a really. There is going to be. If, if people misread that, there's going to be wailing and gnashing of teeth by yes. the players. So, so we'll yeah. we'll, we'll you come have back now. Being warned. We'll come back to if later on. Right. Okay. We've, got to, we've got to hurry up. We're only in yeah. May, mate. We've got to oh hurry up. I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll take a quick break. Quick break. Recharge your glass. Let's go. Right, right. May. What we need is an injection of nitrous oxide into this to go faster. Boom! Mad Max, Furioso, Mad Max prequel. Uh, Anna Taylor Joy, Chris Hemsworth, uh, lots of other people in the prequel story of the woman who's only got one arm in the other Mad Max film, directed by George Miller. Um, so it's full on Mad it's Max. It's full on Mad Max. It's a Mad Max prequel. It's going to be a lot of film. It's going to be a huge amount of film. Mm, do we think it's going to do well? I think it's going to uh, do quite well. Okay. I think, I think, I think Fury, Fury Road was a um, was a sleeper hit, and a lot of people. I've not mm. seen Fury Road yet, and oh. I really need to. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot more people will go and actually go and see this. Anyway, right next, Garfield movie animation. Chris Pratt voicing Garfield in this, but and no. Samuel L. Jackson and Nicholas Holt and so on and so on. But um, it's no. an animation. I don't think it's going to do. I don't. I just don't know why it yeah. would do well. No, no, Chris, okay. no, Chris, cool. no, 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 no. Bad Boys 4. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. What are you going to do? What bad boys are you going to do when they come for life? you? No, just no, bad no, boys. no, you're right. That should have been Bad Boys 3. It's Bad Boys. Bad Boys for Life is the third part of the Bad Boys franchise. And now Bad Boys 4 is coming out, which should be called Bad Boys, bad boys for Life. That's annoying. Don't go and see it for that reason. It yeah. opens up in June. And has Will Smith really got over his troubles? Is he uh, comfortable? Or do you think Bad Boys is just going to bring a certain demographic to the cinema? How it's did Bad Boys for Life do? I didn't feel it was it diminishing returns. Up. Bad Boys for Life wasn't bad, but it really ended with them kind of passing it over to the other Fast and so Furious members really, of the squad. Really so they've obviously. Be doing this. I don't mm, know. No. Okay. Anyway, yes. Uh, next. Uh, a lot of a lot of um, prequels and prequels and prequels and sequels and Inside Out two, two. Did it need another one? No. I don't like this phase of uh, of Pixar. Uh, Pixar. The the twos they should, apart from Toy Story, which was, yeah, I think they should have skipped that. Okay. I agree. Um, that comes out in June, but I still think it'll do very very well. Um, but yeah, mm. I agree with you. I just I think we kind of a nice story. Next, you've got a Quiet Place. Day one, part three. So a Quite prequel. Third, prequel. So it's basically... Any of the original cast? Uh, None of the original cast. No, but you've oh, got... Um, Jim Jim Konzu was in the second one. Hmm. So he'll be in this yeah. one. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've not seen A Quiet Place, mainly because horror films, and I'm terrified of them, because oh. see 28 Days Later. Yeah. Um, I would say if you had to watch a horror film, A Quiet Place is a good one. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, but I don't think that's going to do particularly well. Right. I'll next? tell you what it is going to do particularly well. It opens on July. Is Despicable Me 4. Ah, okay. Which has been it's been a long time since we had the other one. We had the Minions for a while running around. They do, so, yeah, they did Minions. The ones. Rise of Gru and they did, yeah. 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 So this sort of is Despicable Me 4. I really like Despicable so Me. So by this point, um, what was that big animation from earlier in the year? I've already forgotten. The one that's going to go. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda 5. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that will have I think this Ballad is the natural just, successor now. It's, this, I is, think, this is the big animation. Honestly, I think out. Kung Fu Panda will just be leaving and this thing will absolutely drop in. So, mm. yeah, that's quite good. Mm -hmm. um, so July's got kind of three big films. You've got Despicable yeah. Me 4. You've got Twisters, which is technically a sequel to Twister in the way that Aliens <laughs> was a sequel to Alien. Strong. 
so, so I'm guessing that there will right, be more than one twisters. multiple twists. They're going to get together into like a mega twister. mega twister, twister three. Uh, I don't know, but uh, why twist- would you need twist twisters together? You get like twist twisty twisters. Well, wouldn't they cancel oh each goodness. other out? Well, it depends where they're going. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's like a very disappointing movie. <laughs> yeah, they've <laughs> combined <laughs> together into. Oh no, it's fine, everyone. They've gone away. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Twister was not a bad film, not a great film, but there we go. Uh, Deadpool. No, no one particularly notable in it either. And then Deadpool three. Right, the MCU film. The only one that we're going to get this year, and yeah. I think it's going to do. Um, it's going to do. Did you very see the well. second one? Yeah. Was it? I think I, I can't even remember. I think I've seen the second one. So the only problem with this is that Deadpool now belongs to Marvel, and that's an extension of Disney. Because mm. the first two Deadpool uh, films were written were done by Fox because they bought the rights. Yeah, and they were distinctly not PG. Mm-hmm. And now you've got a Disney film with Deadpool in it, and I'm not sure if they're gonna. I hopefully they're not gonna try and make this a, a 12 or a PG 13. Hopefully they are gonna keep this as an R-rated film. Otherwise, the people who like Deadpool for all of the going to be rageful. all of the dick jokes and all yeah. of the all that stuff, they're going to get very annoyed. And I think mm. you trying to contain Ryan Reynolds in a Deadpool suit and tell him not to swear, that's not going to happen. And they're bringing back Wolverine one more time. This is over 20, well over twenty years now of twenty five. Jeez, yeah, fair play to uh, Hugh Jackman. And as as discussed in the previous What If episode, that should have been Dugray Scott. <laughs> Anyway, right, yeah. we're on. We're we're getting towards the um, we're getting towards the end of it here. So we've got um, it gets a bit starts getting a bit wobbly after July because a it's a little certain. bit less certain. But there is an alien movie coming. Hmm. Does it have a title? No. Oh. Don't know anything okay. about it. Right. Oh, I'm but, not. I am not banking on that. Well, I don't know. I mean, that. I mean, if it's not even got an announced title yet, that is easily going to get punted. Right. True. 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 Uh, Craven the Hunter comes out in end of summer or August. We already talked about um, mm. talked about that. And then, then we've got a couple of other ones. Uh, Transformers One is coming out in September. Now I'm sick of Transformer films, but this is an animated version, mm. bringing it back to its roots. Yeah, I don't know about this. It's not, got a it's got a couple directed of... by Michael Bay. Yeah, thankfully, course. hopefully it's not just um, going to be just lots of noises followed by explosions. I hope that this is the across the Spider-Verse version of Transformers, because I feel like, I think that, they, that there's an opportunity to reset and take it back to like what it, you know, to, to sort of not being a pre no, pubescent teenage boys wet yeah. dream yeah. film. Cars, more of etc. So more like uh, what uh, Bumblebee was, which was actually just yeah. much closer to fair. like for the kids. Yeah, right? I think uh, you might be right, but if so, I think this could be really successful because people of our generation will be like, yes, they've got it finally. But given everything that's come yeah. in the last like, decade, mm. I don't know. The only thing to mention about this is Keegan-Michael Key is in this. It'll all be voices, by the way, mm. so just remember that. It's an animated mm. film. Mm-hmm. Keegan-Michael Key was the, was the cop in Wonka, the one who was bribed all the chocolates. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, he yeah. is doing a huge amount of work. He is yeah. everywhere. He might be I, I don't know what he's got going for twenty twenty three I couldn't I couldn't find a film that he wasn't in. He was everywhere. Um but he might be he might be a, a, a look about. I don't know what he's up to. I think he maybe just had a bumper twenty twenty three. Um we're also getting Beetlejuice two. Beetlejuice. 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 Well he's done it now. Showtime. I'm looking, I'm looking around um, yep. Tim Burton's directing it. Okay. Michael Keaton's in it. Right. So's Winona Ryder. Oh. So's Catherine O'Hara. Oh wow. Uh, not Jeffrey Jones for not Jeffrey Jones for very obvious reasons. Yeah, but they are um, bringing the they're bringing back, back the whole together. bringing back the whole wow. game. So I don't know about this. I again don't need this. I like la- I but I do like latter day Winona Ryder, the, from the sort of the, oh, the yeah. Stranger Things period. She is back in a good way. So I don't know. There's a, there's there's possibility there. But it's a yeah. film I. Didn't, but I don't need. need. No. But I'm happy that it's there. I'll take it, but I don't need it. Is it going to be like a Blade Runner 2049 where they don't, it's like, do we need it? No. No. Okay, at least you haven't. Yeah. At least you haven't like reduced the original, right? Or is it going to be like a Zoolander 2 type type situation? 
I mean, it is a comedy. It's not. There's a lot of old. Um, I think we've yeah. discussed this before. There's a lot of old comedy ones that we don't yeah. really need coming yeah. back. No, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. Of all the old comedies coming back, this is the one that I may be interested. This in is the one I'd be most. Yeah, this is the one I would go and see. But anyway, right. Let's. We're on the final stretch now, and we're going to have to hurry this well up. I need to be. I need to be in a car in about the next seventeen minutes. Right. Next, Joker Part Two. Um, Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips are back with joker mm. uh, bizarre film i really enjoyed it but it was really really weird here's mm. where it gets really weird lady gaga's in it as harley quinn and okay. it's a musical did you just say those yeah things? all of those words just come out of my mouth in that order yeah wow yeah i, I look do... forward to seeing what happens but uh, enough commentary for now. I don't need Let's that. Let's keep moving. I don't need that. That's really, really mm. weird. Right. Talking of other things that we don't need, Venom <sighs> well, 3? Joker 2, I'm intrigued. Venom yes. 3, I don't care about. I pass. I'm sorry, but it does unfortunately have G2L Edge of 4 in it, which, which means I have to go and watch it. Right. Because that man's amazing and yep. he's great. And everything he's in, he's good in. So that's the only thing. But will but he be... No, so he won't be playing his MCU character. I'm assuming it's a different thing, unless there's like an amazing crossover. No, I don't think so. I just think he's just, they've yeah. hired him because he's good. Well, indeed. But Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy's always a bit unhinged in that film, but I can't, I can't decide whether I like Venom. But we've already talked about yeah. Spider-Man stuff earlier. Yeah. So we got to okay. Right, move. Next on, another sequel, Gladiator 2. Wow. Now, before you say, hang on a second, didn't um, yes. he die at the end? Yes. Yes, he did. And yet he's still in it. <laughs> twin brother i don't know actually i don't think i think he's like a ghost but it's basically it very little is known about this they really really kept it under um, wraps really really under wraps really scott absolutely slamming out the epics at the moment isn't he yeah yeah he yeah. is but again i mean gladiator gladiator was like 2000 wasn't this yeah it's like 25 yeah, yeah, years yeah. later this is thing and then we got wicked part one musical at least they're letting everyone know up front that it's a, a multi-part. Now, thing. here's my thing. I got dragged to see Wicked, and I didn't like it. Right. But here's the other thing. I really like the Act 1. Act uh -huh. 1's amazing, because it's basically, it sets it all up, and it ends on an absolute barnstormer of a song. And yeah. Act 2 is rubbish, because <laughs> they spend the whole of Act 2 moving all the pieces around the board so everyone's where they should be when By Wizard of Oz starts. Right. Yeah. And it's really messy, and I don't care. Yeah. So okay. honestly, if Wicked Part One ends the way that the stage show ends, I'll go and see that, and, and I'm not part, seeing Part Two. And they've done you a favour. They've you done me a favour. I'm, yeah. I'm all up for this. Fair enough. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. Get ready right. to be We're very, very angry. We are coming into the end of the year now, December. Right. End of the year. So and this I'm is... going to be angry. Why? So, well, we've got a few things. There's three films to talk about here. First of all, there's Lord of the Rings film. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. So no. it's a, yep. The Lord of the Rings, The War of the Rohirrim. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. The War it's the of the Horse Guys. The Horse Guys? I don't care. The Horse Guys? No. Yeah. Them. Were, okay. Were they, why couldn't they ridden a horse to the mountain? So... They would have got there quicker rather than walking there and dropping the ring. It's an animation mm... film. So it's an animation prequel or something. I don't understand why they're doing it. 183 years before the events of the Two Towers. So it's a prequel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I. Brian Cox is in it, lending a voice, quite like. Hopefully, he swears everybody like he does in succession. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just. Mm. Animate, animated Lord of the Rings. Do we need oh, it's one? animated. It's... I believe wow, so. Wow, that's bringing it full I think circle. so. Yeah. Animated. Oh, animated okay. film. I. Yeah. Give it. Actually, given what. Um, Given what uh, Amazon's done with their chunk of the Lord of the Rings thing, I have not. Pass. I've not touched it. I've not touched it. Pass. Um, right. Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, animated or live action? Oh, live action. God. Is James Martin in it? Oh, it's James Martin in it because he was in it. I'm going to get yeah. so much hassle. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. I think that's going to do all right. I think Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is going to be live action and Jason Martin's in it and pick him and, you know, there was a whole thing about Jason Martin. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Okay. And then last film to hit that I'm going to round out 2024 in... Absolute banana pants style, and it is Nosferatu. 
So Robert Eggers, who did one of my favorite and also, oh my God, what the hell's going on films, The Norseman, which was got <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård in yeah. a, just a rampage of revenge. He also did yeah. the Lighthouse one with Robert Pattinson and oh, Willem Dafoe yeah. and a few others. He makes the weirdest films. He's yeah. doing a take on not on Nosferatu, as in the classic Max Schreck vampire, vampire film yes. from 1920-something. Yep. First question is... Uh, Who's in this? And you go, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Lily Rose Depp is in it. He's mm-hmm. actually quite good. Mm. Uh, Nicholas Holt's in it. He's always oh, quite funny. Yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson's again, Ooh, who time. was second time, who's been in Craven in, in August. So I don't know whether you can span four months, but That's it might be, worth the, might be worth a trial. And of course, you can't have a Robert Eggers film without Willem Dafoe in it doing something crazy. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, on, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Very good. Right, that's it. Excellent. That was whistle stop. That was whistle stop. Right, you I, need to get out. There's of no here. way. There's no way that we got that down to a type forty-five. So I apologise. We should have done that in two parts. Shouldn't we? Yeah. Right. Uh, right. That is a, a whip through. Lots of voice stuff. Don't forget the fact that animation is only going to score you half for the directors, and you only get the voice things. Ryan Reynolds. If you haven't already bought him, buy him because he's going to make an absolute fortune in Deadpool. And if if is any good, mm. if if is any mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm you might make some a lot of extra fuffle on him because those two films are coming out roughly the same time. Yeah. So I think as as if comes in, Deadpool will then as it comes out, Deadpool comes in. So I think you could have solid like a, buy a really yeah. solid run from Ryan Reynolds. Yep. So that's probably the the, the one to look at. Henry Cavill's gonna do you well, I think, in the early part of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing that for blockbuster season, I think just buy Ryan Reynolds mm. is our is our mm-hmm. choice. Uh, the bell's over there, I can't hit it. So um Right, we are back in a couple of weeks some or so. weeks' time. Yep. Uh, we're probably going to have to cover off uh, more films. Oscars results. Oscars um, results. If, yeah, they don't drop to March, so we won't see them okay, yeah. then. But yep. um, we may have seen some of these top films here. Um, I'll definitely, I'll have gone to see Argyle and Madam Web by the time we come back again, because they're, open, they're opening early Feb, early to mid-Feb. So, yeah, I've got to go somewhere for a while and do the thing. I'll get back from that and then I'll do that. So, yeah, so we'll have some films to talk about and then we'll have the inevitable march towards watching June. So your excitement levels need to be contained. Mm. Right. Uh, hang on, have you eaten my biscuit? No. No, that was my biscuit. Uh, that, no, that no, biscuit. No. no, you took, you said you wanted that one. Yeah. And then you said I wanted that one. No, that's my one there. No, no, you said, you said, oh, let's just divide the biscuit. Right, now I'm sorry, I'm not having No, 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 no,